Welcome to the Batman Book Club's One Bad Month, where we're taking a closer look at the recent series of books, One Bad Day, One Book at a Time. This episode, we're diving into the Two-Face story, A Great Men. Joining me once again for this eight-part adventure is my partner here, Keith Ugg, Paul Herman from the Comic Binge. Hello, Paul. Hi. How are you doing? Great. Uh, Paul had to flip a coin to decide if he was going to join me on this one or not. So hopefully yeah, I didn't I already or, dropped out. Thankfully, <laughs> already dropped out. So then he did it again. He was like, OK, I'm good. <laughs> Paul and I, as you hopefully heard uh, just a few days ago, the first part of this one bad month that we're doing, the Riddler dropped. And Paul and I, we aimed to be a little quicker, but I mean, we just couldn't do it. One, we like talking to each other. And two, there was yeah. a lot to discuss with that Riddler story. I, I think there's a lot more to discuss with Riddler than I think with this. Not saying that again, not a detriment to this. I almost said that at the end of at the end of recording the last one, too, of like, I don't think that Two-Face has as much depth. But I was like, nah, I'll save it for that so. episode. I'll save it for that episode. Yeah, <laughs> but, but now we've wasted it. <laughs> yep. There we go. So let's just dive in then. All right. Okay, let's let's do, do Batman. One bad day. Two-Face, number one. Like, that's okay. First of all, that's what makes me laugh, too. Is I know marketing, you got to slap Batman on a book, but then it's like, hey, what's this book? It's called Batman, One Bad Day, Two Face, Number One. But the story's called A Great Man. It's like, oh my gosh, come on, people. Let's let's just <laughs> One Bad Day, oh Two Face. There oh you go. That's all it's got to be. One Bad Day, Two Face. But, anyways, this was released in September of 2022, written by Mariko Tamaki, with art by Javier Fernandez. Uh, this is available, obviously, the prestige physical format. It's mm-hmm. also released digitally. It's been re-released in a hardcover collection. Uh, it's available on DC Universe Infinite. Infinite. Paul has the hardcover. And uh, because of that hardcover release, it is available on my favorite app of all time, Hoopla. Hoopla. Uh, Paul Herman, what version did you read? I'm going to find a theme here as we make our way through this, but... I got to yeah. ask. Well, and if you listen to the, the original, the first episode, um, you'll know that I bought, I have all these, the hardback with the box set. I will, I'll save the story for the other episode. Um, so I read it on this and um, I didn't, yeah, I, I don't think I'll ever read these on digital. I just, I just, the, the, the materials, they, they, they made this on the, the book. It's a beautiful looking mm-hmm. book. They're all, regardless if I, how, yeah. if I like them or not, they're beautiful. They are beautifully done. <clears throat> And I, I mentioned last time that I was, because I actually haven't seen these yet at the point of this recording. I haven't seen these in person, these hardcovers, but it seems oh, okay. like the artist for each book, their cover is the main cover. And then on mm-hmm. the back is the Brian mm-hmm. Bond variant yep. cover, that's which right. of course looks cool. So, I mean, that's a good added bonus for hardcover. I'm a hardcover fiend. I love hardcover, but yeah. I read my physical issue that I picked up in September of last year. Cause I haven't, I haven't double dipped and I'm with you on if I need to. to, for some reason on hoopla, I will check it out to grab screenshots or something like that. But I mean, I have the physical copies right here. It smells delicious. It smells like a comic book. The art works better on a, like, I think it sometimes you can see that digital transfer and I'm like, oh, I think it looks rougher and grittier and better handheld and like physically and also i kind of prefer always i love the convenience of digital but i sure i can go physical physical that's the way let's get physical let's get Uh, physical paul what must this is another trend too 
Uh, When did you first read this? I read this last weekend. um, The week after I read the Riddler story when I knew we were preparing for this. And I, I'll be honest, Two-Face is always a very interesting villain for me, you know, but um, I read this a couple weeks ago and I, I kind of went in not, not like lackluster, but I just wasn't as excited about reading this because I didn't hear about this one at all. So I, I wasn't as excited. So I I I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. I, I'm learning your ways, Ryan Lauer. So Paul hated this. So there you go. The end. <laughs> All right. The end. Short <laughs> yep, episode, done. y'all. This is fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. No, I read it a few weeks ago. So, and I meant to re- I meant to re- read these recently, but life is busy, bro. You yeah, get it. Um, I hear but you. No, last weekend, I want to make sure I read it last weekend and had just I, I, I yeah. Go ahead. Still fresh. Yeah. So fresh, fresh and so clean. Clean. That's two lyrics of songs I've dropped so far. I'm gonna get fined. Uh, I first read this in September of last year, much like with the Riddler, much like probably everyone going forward. I'm going to say the same thing. I read it when it first came out. Pete and I talked about it that month for the wrap up episode. Uh, Tra la 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 la. So, Paul, you're the guest. Okay. I want to ask you general overall thoughts of this Two Face story. Man, I, and I will, again, for those who who don't know, I have only read these two the Riddler and Two Face. And and I read Riddler first, and I and if you listen to the previous episode, I said I thought it was a masterpiece. So I was going into Two Face being like, okay, I'm gonna be, it's probably gonna be a letdown, and it's not gonna be as good. And it it's hard for me. It's, for those who don't know, I love that Riddler story so much. It'd be hard to meet the measure up to that. I gotta tell you, I love this Two Face comic. No, oh my goodness. Two, there we Two Face comic is is uh is is it's a lot. It's not meaty. It's not as meaty as a Riddler one, but it's interesting. And I'm, I can't wait to dive a little bit into it with you on this one. But I, you know, before I throw it back to you, I, I got to tell you, I, I didn't like it as much as a Riddler one, but I think the Riddler one had a lot more just, it just, there's a lot more deep, like we, like we had a 45 minute episode on it, right? There's a lot more deeper stuff on this, on that one. This one's not as deep, but I still really enjoyed this one a lot, way more than I thought I was going to, to be quite honest. I like this one. I don't love it. Okay. I'm with you. I don't think there's as much depth. I think it's almost a little bit more straightforward. Yeah. I agree. Uh, there's Riddler. There were still some layers and threats and in, you know, some horror to it all. Whereas when you get, to- as you make your way through this book, it's like two faces, just kind of being two face without being two face. Wait, what? I know. He's trying to fool as if he's Harvey Dent. And it's just kind of the story's just kind of going, you know, mm. it's just like, yeah, it's just it's just going. And then they slide this threat of he's, you know, that your dad's basically in danger if you go through with this party for him and he wants Batman to look into it. And then it's just kind of like there. You just hear Batman and. Uh, unique selection and I think a respected selection of sidekicks and basically Agreed. Oracle. Yeah. It's Barbara being yeah. Oracle and then Stephanie being Batgirl and then Cass being Batgirl. I mean, Stephanie being maybe spoiler. I don't know. I forget. Um, but she's in her purple and black and them just telling each other that. Yeah, I didn't didn't find anything. On this this threat and then when it's revealed the threat at the end, it's not necessarily surprising because it's like the no. book's called, I mean, spoiler alert, three, two, one, it's two face. And it's not necessarily surprising because it's just like, well, the book is called one bad day, two face. 
And uh, yeah, it was Two-Face. I don't know. It's just a little like, okay, that's that's it. And then going through it, I just don't feel like there there isn't a like a deeper dive into Harvey Dent, really. It's his like yeah. they, they kind of talk about his dad who's named Harvey Dent Sr. And yet a lot of point of reference is uh Christopher Dent from that Batman annual number 14 that you hear about, who was like an alcoholic and beat Harvey and stuff. Um, none of that's present in this story. Yeah. And so I, I, it sounds like I, in the end, I think it's fine. I do enjoy it. I don't think there's a whole lot to it. And it surprises yeah. me just a little bit. The The book flow is it's very fluid though, because mm-hmm. Tamaki is an awesome writer. And yeah. if anybody wasn't listening, I know Pete and I did a lot of on our wrap ups. We talked about when Tamaki was on detective comics and her run was awesome. She's a great writer. Yeah. Uh, this, I don't want to say is a letdown. It was just like, fine. I don't think I, this is a like it, the goal is to make these like each villain's going to get their killing joke. And I guess it's really hard with Two-Face because like he has his and it's called right. The Long Halloween. <laughs> Paul's favorite. Oh, great. Here we go. So there's my I, I tried I and I suck at it, like trying to be condense it down really quickly of your thoughts. And I think I've gone for like five minutes now. Where I'm like, no, like, you're, no, no, I it's, think it's fine. I don't have any nitpicks, but it's just like, it's also just fine to me, man. You know, it, you're, <laughs> you, and Ryan, you're right. We can fill an hour. No, yeah, problem. I know. Any, I know about it's anything, tough. right? But, I'm, but no, but with this one, I'm, I'm going to keep probably be, keep, keep it pretty concise. Cause here's what I'm going to say. Have at it. We, one thing I appreciate about this story particularly, mm-hmm. and I kind of got, I've I'm only two issues in, and I've, I've talked to people who've read these issues before. Like I think Javier talked a little bit about, and, um, I gather that they're not just one for one, one bad day, like mm-hmm. the killing joke. It's it, the killing joke is kind of like a loose, like kind of like uh, a loose um, premise of idea. And then the writers have the, the kind of the will or the, um, the will, the freedom uh, to yeah. go and kind of elaborate and do some artistic license. Like, like we did with, like with this one, like with the Riddler, right? This one probably from what I understand, and I haven't read the other ones yet. From what I understand, this is probably the one that takes the most artistic license overall with that concept of one one bad day. Because like you said, it's not just already been overdone in Long Halloween of the origin of, of Harvey and also from like all of these, you know, the Batman animated series, which I think is the definitive Harvey Dent's origin, in my opinion. Great two-parter. Um, phenomenal. Uh, that was my introduction to Two-Face, by the way, was that animated Bravo. series. Bravo. There yeah. you go. Because um, I, I, well, yeah, because he, he hadn't, because the Forever hadn't come out yet. And I and I only had seen him like peripherally a little bit. Like in my I'm a big Dark Knight Returns guy. And he's like not really in the Dark Knight Returns. He's just like he's this Harvey Dent on the bandages, right? So um when I so I've never I've always like Two-Face, but you know, his origin's pretty cut and dry. It's he's he's prosecuting, he gets th- stuff thrown on him, and he and he gets the traumatized, and he's like, you know, it's it's very there's not a lot to him in that origin of the one bad day, right? Mm-hmm. So I think when you're doing the rogues, there's a there, you have to have some artistic license to this, and I think this is where I think I really like where to, um was it Tamaki, mm-hmm. uh, Tamaki went. I remember hearing you guys rave about her actually in her run yeah. before, and I mm-hmm. and I I never I just, just you know I just hadn't gotten haven't gotten to it mm-hmm. yeah, and I picked this up and went oh I think this is that that the girl um I say, say that lady um 
who uh, wrote Detective. Huh. And I blew, I love this issue. I thought it was mm-hmm. great. And you said it, you had a great point. It flows so, so well. And the one thing I'm going to say that I think is interesting about the concept of one bad day is it's not it's not so much Harvey's one bad day. It's like he wants to make someone else's one bad day. And I think it's because in his deranged mind, he's like, I'm going to turn my dad into myself and make him be who he who I am, because we're going to connect better that way. That's my birthday present mm. to him because I want to connect my father the same way I am. And the only way we're going to do that is by bring out that other evil side of him is by making him like me. And that to me is what I interpreted it from. Because like I said before, then Riddler, this is more of like, not just one bad days and origin stories. And like I said, it's pretty self-explanatory what happens to Harvey. This is almost like a reimagining or again, rejuvenation of the character and kind of putting revamping them in a sense of like kind of you know reintroducing it to the people who don't know the character because all the way through this is a classic two-faced kind of story it's like harvey and two-face are at it together or against each other and but they also have a twisted uh connection of like again he didn't want to kill his dad he wanted to make him like himself and that was his birthday present <clears throat> It wasn't just like, I want to kill him. It felt very much like in a twisted way, Two-Face was trying to make his dad like him. And that's that one bad day concept. Like that whole idea of all I have to do is do one thing to you and you're going to turn into me because we'll we'll connect to me better. That's what I enjoy. So with that, because there was me and me thinking about this as well. uh, So why, what's his justifying? Why does he want to? And I'm like, okay, so you get some of that backstory in annual 14. And again, I know that I said with the Riddler recording with us of no base critique this on its own, but I was like, okay, but why we don't get much on. Okay. So take the Riddler. Then we get backstory of the father son treatment Mm -hmm. here. It's almost like you you learn it towards the end a little bit of like because he couldn't see past, you know, he couldn't see what was right in front of him and like the truth mm-hmm. staring you in the face. He wanted, you know, uh, he wanted a piece of the past that never was an image untouched by scars. So it's saying this whole like I'm his son and half my face is is scarred and whatnot. But it's like we don't really get that prior to any of that. We see his what would you say his mother in law? I guess. Deirdre, where she just says to herself when he when Harvey leaves his dad's house, she's like, I wish he could get surgery to fix his face, you know, and that's like mm-hmm. it. And then there so there there's like almost a little bit of a disconnect of what's the point? Like, what is he holding that he wants to do this to his dad? Because he says too, and I mean, it's effective, of course, because like, oh, damn, the son even, you know, he's like, good. Now the inside matches the outside. But we just don't get much context on the inside that's so bad. And then kind of out of nowhere, says Deb Donovan, the reporter, character brought up and created by Tamaki for the detective run. She dug up that there was trying to delete (gasps) Deirdre's DUIs. And I was kind of like, that's it? So, So for a moment, even in reading it, I'm like, so is this whole... It's trying to cover up that his wife has DUIs. That's the reason for the scarring. Like that seems a little like anticlimactic in a sense. I, 
and I, I don't think see to me it's that's that's just like a very loose like that to me is is is, is more of a symbolism or or mm-hmm. um that there's there's deeper things there it's not meant to be this is the definitive like this is why he's like this because there's again there's mo- these are great moments that i think that that tamaki had done where she says um she writes um you know he goes what have you done to me and harvey two-faces response is you always want to be remembered and then he says this is our legacy mm-hmm. i freaking love that that to me is two-face he's like you know dad like you want to be you want to be remembered this is a, and i'm remembered that like we're we're dense you know what this is our legacy like our legacy i love that and i think to me the whole one bad day concept is is embodied here because he's like you know you're you know we are this we are these evil things on the inside that, that's the whole idea of the one bad day a concept right and that we're all dirty in some ways or another. And I think there's reality to that. I really do. I don't want to get super deep and get a 45 minute episode again. But just, I do think it's all there. I think those are, again, valid criticism, but I do sure. think it's a sub, I think it's meant to be more of like, this is just one thing that's just there. Um, there's other things that are there. But to me, there's strong, strong storytelling here with harvey just being in two-face being i should say hard but two-face saying this is you know you you are a part of me we are we are we are family so you have to be um, in order for you to be like like me and to be this um not just like to show the the scars on the outside of who you are but this is how you're going to be remembered and this is how your your our legacy such as my legacy it's our legacy like like two-face wants it to be not just him but the the people that's close to him like himself we'll see i'll reread these and hopefully i can get as much out of that as you have again now this comes off as i know i'm not used to sounding like as if i'm this critical and it's coming off of like back-to-back episodes now this if i'm super critical of these this things is good. it's like this is good. these are just in reading it and then reading it again but like more aware i guess i don't know like i'm more focused on the second reading i guess of like okay really try to focus on this is working maybe this isn't and this the justifying at the end just doesn't sit with me as being much it's just okay (laughs) well think about this too one of the aspects I love about the animated series version was that Bruce and Harvey were friends. And that's kind of been retconned and more morphed sure. into over mm-hmm. time, right? To me, what I loved about this is Batman's heart is evident in the story, which is missing. Great transition. Yeah, thank you. Because that's I what I, I was going to say, too, is I, I do love that. Of You even get some time where, I mean, you get a bit of a flashback and it's Batman and Gordon. And Mm -hmm. how their belief of like, no, Harvey's still there. There is still Harvey. And as long as there is an out, like a glimmer of Harvey hope, they aren't going to give up. And you referenced the animated series a few times and back, like Bruce does that in that show also. Mm -hmm. Like he's always like, we'll get Harvey back. There's hope. And he's hopeful. And I I like that a lot because that is Batman. Batman is hopeful. He's not just like, oh, you're bad. I'm going to kill you. Uh, Listen to the last episode, Riddler. Anyways, but. Something that I think was is well an interesting note. I do like, um, because the story of Two Face has always been full of twists and turns. Little hush, uh, flashback. 
Moments of allyship we all hoped would last. Moments when we saw the man we knew Dent to be, only to turn back into the monster we fear again and again. The man who has been our ally and adversary unsurprisingly does have many enemies. Quick flash of Carmine Falcone, who has three scratches. Uh, good nod to year one and the long Halloween. I know. Then we see the Joker. And then it's interesting that they mention lockup. Yeah, that was and they weird. show a picture of Two-Face. Yeah, that, that was weird. I, I had to look up who Lockup was, and I'm like, that's... He didn't get a ton of airtime, but I mean, he's, I mean, massive, like, nerds like us that rewatch animated series over and over. We know who that is, but yeah, I mean, they mention Lockup, but they show a picture of Two-Face. Then you go to the next page, and they talk about Montoya, and they show Montoya. So it is like, wait, why didn't you draw Lockup? I'm just, huh, okay. That was, and then that, that Lockup's, was, that was quite, a, Lockup's yeah. quite a pull, also. Yep. You know, the I, other ones have legacies, and then... Yeah. Because <laughs> it's funny because I I was so confused by this panel. I'm glad you brought that mm-hmm. up because I remember thinking, is Lockup like another Two Face or something? And I looked up and I so I Googled them up and I went, what the hell? Yeah. I was very confused. Huh. So okay, you're, you're not wrong. Like you're not wrong. Like, it's interesting. Weird. The um, flashback with Officer Nakano, who then becomes Mayor Nakano, also Tamaki holdover from her detective comics run so there's a little run, man I little nugget for you pete pete right. paul oh my gosh yeah. peter paul and mary hey i'll uh, take pete i love pete i frolic <laughs> that that a boy thank you I got yes you i got you back get on the frolic train pete he does he just for some he's, reason he's resistant he's prideful there are moments that i thought this this two-face made me think aaron eckhart from the dark knight yeah i can see that mm-hmm. i liked it uh a strength of this episode of this issue is the build-up to the Mm -hmm. basically to the incident when i think it and i think and i can just see this actually this in you know this book being influenced by the dark knight yeah i'm gonna bring that up again uh because makes sense right i can see that fast cutting of when when Commissioner Love and Judge Cirillo and then Harvey Dent and it's cutting between the three and then it's like the judge dies, then Love dies and then it comes for cups cuts to Joker coming to get Harvey. It's like that build up and that ramping up and it starts with uh, Stephanie seeing the balloon, just the one balloon outside of the elevator. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah. uh, and then like the remaining pages, I think it's just done really, really well of, and maybe that's a big part of like the fluidity that I'm, that I mentioned of, and then it is just like, they're slowly discovering, wait, something's not right. And then wait, this isn't right. And then Batman of like, wait, the two, two police officers, they took them out. Hey, get to this. Oh, we can't like, it just kind of ramps itself up to right. the reveal. And I thought that that was done really well. Um, for Before we move on to the next thing, I'm just going to say this really quick. Please do. It's I I I think what we also have to remember and take an account for these stories, especially if it, all of them, even Killing Joke, the exception. But hear me out. I do think these are meant to be stories for new readers, in a sense, to where they can go straight to and learn about these characters. And I think, like, I'll be honest. If someone said, "I want, I want, like, a, you know, if I really want to learn about Batman, I'd give him. I'm not sure. I again, I haven't read all of them, but I 100% of the two, I would say like, if you want to learn about, this is a, this is a fun, like this is not a deep read and this would be a great learning about Two-Face because you get the origin. It's a quick, and, it's quick and dirty. And not only that, 
it's a great characterization of what makes Two-Face work as a villain, in my opinion. It's a great, it's a good, solid story. So I'm with you, but Batman's also a little, he's more hopeful in this. And you already mentioned hopeful. Yeah, I love that. More so than, like, the Riddler one almost just seems like that's dark, almost like but he, deadly but, Batman, almost. But, I but say that, that word. Right. But I think the difference is that he, he understands what Nick, he sees the transition that Enigma is doing. And with this, he sees, he almost is trying to see through. He sees, yeah. or he doesn't see his, he's being, no, he's being blinded by his own care and love, which is very rare for Batman. And that's different. And it's a it's it's a much and again same character and it makes sense because he has feelings for T- Harvey in a sense of mm-hmm. like he's his friend he wants yeah. to believe that he can be good and I think that's what makes it so much interesting whereas he knows Enigma is gone baby like that dude's like he's done <laughs> he he's gone doing, he gone he's doing evil things so yeah I, I do think the, these stories and brother two I think too obviously but like this is a great story to give to a new Batman reader in my in my opinion of the two this one so far is a is a slam dunk like. I want to learn about Batman, like some of his villains. Here, this is a great, great, easy read. I think that's a good point because these these one bad day stories, I think, should be and maybe were aimed to anybody could pick them up and read them. Yeah, somebody exactly. sees these on you know on the shelf at Barnes and Noble, they could just grab one and there's no extra baggage. Nope. Um, uh, in in short, yeah, and I, and I'm with you on. Maybe somebody wanting a Riddler story could maybe be a little disappointed with the Riddler book because, hey, it's missing a bunch of like riddles. I thought that's what he did. This. I don't know. Yeah, sure. I guess it's missing two like twos and doubles. And but I mean, it's two face. His face is split and he's flipping a coin. Yeah, that's that's two face. Two face to me. (laughs) Yeah, there's not much you need. And I think it's a perfect two face story because, again, you're you have like Harvey conflicting with two face, like he's yeah. himself. And mm-hmm. like, that's the beauty of it. And there's that twist. It's not like a, a deep story, but it's an effective. And I think you said it earlier too. It is a straight ahead, like just well paced. And that's what um, mm-hmm. uh, Mayaki is. I'm sorry. I'm Tamaki. 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 I was really impressed with her storytelling because her pacing was just on like just super, just super precise. Yeah. So I, I have my, you know, my critiques that hold me back from loving this story. But I mean, I, I also have, I think, my compliments to her on yeah. how she keeps the story going. And there aren't like big holes to pick. It's just kind of seems like some with some of the buildups, mm-hmm. the there isn't a big ah wow that's what's right. supposed to work. it's more so just like oh okay you're looking for a, a big splashy firework and you kind of just got a firecracker it's like oh it's i mean it's still banged I mean, a roman candle wordage <laughs> there Ro- you go. Give me a, a roman, roman candle. candle okay it's, it's, roman it's not... boom carmine oh, falcon oh. the roman it's all connected boom nailed it wow. Wow. uh really quick yep javier fernandez i uh, like art. his art Mwah. i, I so think it's good. a little like not grimy per se a little gritty which fits i think two-faced stories i don't need i almost feel like so the back of that of your hardcover of Bolland, that's almost too pretty and neat for yeah, two-faced you that. know yeah, i like the little bit dirtier yeah like the front i just feel like that fits it that fits it more that fits two-faced more because it is a little bit more of like a 
his voice as you know from the long halloween animated movies that's three times mentioned long halloween uh josh jamal does such a great like i i can't even do it like deep scratchy voice big bad harv in the animated series has such a deep like gravelly voice it just all works together for a two-faced story so i think fernandez i I, his art did really like was really well jordy valer which uh master colorist uh, you know assisted in that look with the coloring so uh two for two for sure on art for one bad day oh for sure and i think that the the coloring is just so you again it's not it's not completely it's a totally different from what the latter one was but it, mm-hmm. it feels like more of a traditional comic book of you know as far as like yeah a little bit yeah comic book. but it's not a bad thing because Mm-mm. i think there's a lot of tlc brought to the coloring is really dynamic and interesting and it's different from the previous one there's lots of reds it's a, it's it's more yeah the a lot of reds are yeah the red but it's not like but it, the reds are more they're brought in different times. So it's not like where's an over like in the last where story, there's overall green for a green tint for most of the stories. It's not backstory. Whereas this is, you know, it's mostly traditional coloring, like nothing, you know, but you know, that way. But then as it gets later on, there's that red tint over everything mm-hmm. that we get that we get right here, which is really interesting. A good, a really interesting uh artistic license, I think. So yeah, the art, good I was call. really impressed. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed with the art. I thought this was really, really good, like awesome art. So Layouts were very happy with it. Paul, let me ask you. Yes. Yes. You've got a question. What's your favorite part? My favorite part uh, is it's really stupid, but I'm just going to say it. It's just, okay. It's just, it's just four page. It's I say stupid, but it's not stupid, but at least I don't think so. Now you said it was stupid. So we're going to hold you to it. Fine. How Fine, stupid, stupid is it? It's if, again, for the audio listeners, I'm sorry. I'll tell you, but it's just four panels here and it's just Javier basically it's it's dent throw or harvey two-face should say throws someone off of a building batman throw, like, goes to save him and there's there's no sound effects other than the guy yelling the first page or the first panel and then the set last panel of, of the four panels is a click of harvey pointing a gun as batman's basically saving this person's life and is trapped of like harvey about to shoot him so it's really it's like it's beautifully done because it's Batman being Batman, and it's also Harvey being Harvey because Harvey's like, I'm gonna throw this guy off a cliff, and I'm gonna trap you right there. It's just genius. I'm like, damn, like, and the way Javier does it, and it's not just like four like grid panels, like, it's it's again, it's like it's meant lot. It's like the panels are lopsided. Yeah, you know, it's just, again, it's just it's fun. Like it really little style. Takes, yeah, it's not just. And again, I love straight panel grids, like you know, you know, with with gutters and things like that. Like this is a total really interesting fun like way to do it and i love this i thought it was a, a beautiful layout and i i love i just love this part and it, it just shows you how smart two-face is in the moment so you know like he's not he's a big idiot so on that page too batman looks at the bottom i think that's really close to the hush batman symbol but then mikhail uh, yanin uh mikhail j he did some of king's run of batman it looks very much like like his batman uh for me i think it's right before the middle of the book we get the bat cave so maybe a quarter of the way through oh yeah with the the origin is it love the bat cave because on the right side also is the tumbler um it's an original 
it's an original bat batmobile on the left i've never seen that design before all the way to the left and i think it looks a little bit like the 89 one yeah deep in shadow but the one on the right i mean tumblr is hard to hard to miss yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's a bat cave. Give me a good bat cave. Batman's up doing his Batman thing in the cave. I love it. Give me that all yeah. day, every day, and twice on Sunday. Yeah. Um. Oh wait, I I just screwed that up. Okay. I asked you favorite part, and I just gave you my favorite panel. So now let's flip it, Paul. What's okay. your favorite let's... panel? <laughs> Easy. It's a splash page. It's this yes, bad boy. Dummy. This thing. Oh, is... Harvey's face. Oh, mm. This is a gorgeous, gorgeous His face is like melting off, melting off, and the colors. Oh my yeah. god! And and not. To, and I hate to say runner up, but the second uh, splash page where he's pointing again at Robin. It's again super dynamic, and I love. You know, I love the narration. I mean, narrations are, are overdone in comics. This is not like a de- de- yeah. detriment on Tamaki by any means, but this is reality. Um, but the with the with with, with the boxes over it. And like the picture, y'all, if you're watching this live, if he puts it on, puts it on here, it's just a splash page of his melting face. It is a, it may be one of my favorite two face images ever. It's freaking a phenomenal. This is a beautiful picture. Yeah. Good call. That's a really, yeah, it's really effective. Uh, so then I will flip and now say my favorite part okay. is the build up to uh, Harvey basically serving the cake to his dad. So everything that I just mentioned, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes ago, about since that one balloon popping out of the elevator all the way up yeah. to, sure. the, like, I think it's just paced really well. I just, I like that. It is. A lot. Very well. Word. Would you like to see this story adapted in animation? No. Okay. All right. For all You're the reasons last <laughs> episode, let's just say, same here. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm, a, I'm just, we've just gotten such good ones and, animation with two-face already and i don't, I don't know i i this is good on its own the so two-part, i think, the I, two-parter, I think i'm with you yeah two-parter for the animated series is is, is an all is like the goat like it's maybe the best definitive two-face story ever maybe um mm, watch in it my boy. opinion uh, hey, watch you, it you heard me Dark cut Knight, your mic you know? <laughs> um no but i i do think that um we already have that. We're good. And I think this mm-hmm. comic stands on itself. And again, for people who want to get other people into comics or Batman comics, I think this is a great, this is a great, it's a good soft introduction. Introduction. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, yeah. What would you grade this? I want to give it an A, but I really liked it. So I'm going to probably say a B plus. I really, I like this a lot. Is it a, a is like borderline masterpiece for me. <laughs> I want to give it an A, but I really liked it. So I'm going to drop it to a B plus. <laughs> I, I just, it, it's just, I don't, it's not, it's just not quite as impactful as the Riddler, but it's still, yeah. I like this a lot. Yeah. So I'm at a B. Yeah. I think uh, the Riddler one was a little deeper. So even my hesitancies with that story, there were, there's a lot to chew on with that one. And there's not mm-hmm. as much to chew on on this one, but I still think no. like, this one's entertaining. Absolutely. Uh, and it's good. And uh, both of them, I mean, as far as so far are fantastic. So Art's two for two, baby. I a little a little sneak peek, Paul. So I feel that even though I've liked these two, I've been pretty thus far. I've seemed maybe a little critical on them. That's gonna change. Okay, soon. Okay, I'm so excited. The, okay. I haven't read any, we'll any of them yet, so we'll see. Paying attention at home, the next one is going to be the One Bad Day Penguin story. 
So that'll drop here in a couple days as well. So Dugan, prep for right? that one. Um, no, for oh, Dugan's free. He's, he's free. Right? Who's Ridley? Who did, did this who did, one. Yeah, who who did it? Ridley, John Ridley. Oh, oh, John, John Ridley. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell so, yeah. um, there you go. There's your keys for what's coming up next. So right. until then, Paul, why don't you go and tell him? What do they call uh, you? Okay, yeah, Twitter. Uh, Herman22 with two ends, aka Thug. Uh, YouTube comic binge. Please go subscribe there. We're gonna have a uh, Alpha and Omega uh, one one bad day uh, episodes when we release this. So check that out on YouTube. Coming up soon. Boom. Uh, I'll keep it short and sweet as well. Twitter, Instagram at the Batman BC. Also subscribe to the Batman Book Club YouTube channel, uh, and then also. Be a kind soul, if you will, and help rate and review the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. The more reviews the show gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as Paul and I both know, the word is panic. So, Paul, thanks for coming back on again. We're a quarter of the way done. All right. There you go. Already. Boom. Let's keep it going. So, for Paul Herman, I am Ryan Lauer. Until next time. Read my better comics.